Somehow, I, mean, I know that's right. I'm Look, paying my dues, man. I'm your host, Coach Gerald Boo Mitchell, coming to you live from the Imperial Palace of Black Mania. And the Wizards up here, though. Tell you that right now. And the Wizards up here. Uh, <laughs> here with my co host, Mr. Travis. What's going on, Travis? Hey, guys. Hope everyone's doing good. Doing good over here. Travis over in Loganville, Georgia. And we have Big Herb. What's up, Big Herb? What's going on, fellas? All the way from Washington, D.C. What's going on, fellas? And once again, Jason is here. He's just not, you just can't see him right now. But as it is on this show, he's handling all everything behind the scenes. And we'll pop him in a time or two to get his intake on a couple things. So you'll see some of him as well. What's going on, Tom? Good to see you. Hey, Mr. Butler. Mr. Butler always got to come out and take care of Travis and make sure he's watching me so I won't be mean to Travis. Mr. Yep. Butler thinks if he shows up or I won't be mean to this boy. So I know how that is. <laughs> Folks, we are going to start the show off on what has been some breaking news, I guess, for maybe a half a week now. I won't say it's been a whole week, but probably half of the week about Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson has been pretty much accused of all kind of Crimes Against Humanity. Um, it's just been crazy, the stuff that's been coming out of Houston, Texas, about Deshaun Watson now. How many years has Deshaun Watson been in the league, or, 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 or Travis? How many years have you been in there? It's what, six, seven Probably years? Four. I think six, seven years, somewhere around there. I was going to say seven. But for all of a sudden now, everybody and his brother is accusing him of some kind of sexual misconduct. I think there's like seven women or so that are talking about like 13 different cases of sexual misconduct. And it always kind of seems weird to me that somebody's going to say it happened twice. Well, why didn't you stop after the first time? So we're going to get in that a little bit. But before we get into that, Irv, give me your take on what you feel about what's going on with Deshaun Watson. I just think it's strange and I think it's weird that the second he's ready to get out of Houston, everything starts blowing up. Now, me personally, I I'm a, I grew up around women. Jason knows me very well. Like, my mom's was all in my life. My, my god sisters, everybody. So, when it comes to the women, these are very serious situations. So, in my opinion, if this is something that happened... To me at all, I will want somebody to bring it to me, but I understand how it's very hard for women to come forward with things like this. But I know they're holding back when it happened and all these and all these forms of information, but for all these women to come out all at once when he's ready to leave Houston, it doesn't seem right. And I really hope to the bottom of my heart that it's not a cry wolf situation. 
Oh, definitely. I hope it's definitely not that by the women. I, I, I really, really hope that. Um, Travis, what you think? Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, I think the more and more women that are coming forward, I hate to say, but it's probably more and more likely true, um, unfortunately. Um, and it just takes one, right? Like, it, uh, and I'm not saying he's guilty. We're not saying that at all, right? But you never know in terms of, uh, you know, some of these women may never wanted to talk to, you know, talk about whatever the incident or the situation that had happened ever again. And now that, you know, one or two of the women had come forward and they said, I'm going to let this be known, it's probably giving them more strength and power and say, hey, I'm not alone in this, so I'm going to let my voice be heard. <clears throat> so I think that's probably why we're getting, uh, you know, all of this happening at the same time, right? And that's the, they always do say it just takes one, right? And once one comes out, you typically do get a few more because you got other, you know, uh, individuals, not just one, not women, but men or women, you know, it can happen to both, Um that they may not feel comfortable coming out, out saying, you know, or talking about it. Uh, um, and it just takes one or two to say, hey, this, this happened, and they're going to feel more comfortable talking about it because then they, they know that they're not alone. Um, so I, 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 I hate to say, uh, you know, it's true because we don't know, right? We're not going to say that here. Um, but the more and more evidence, you know, piling up, you know, it doesn't look good for them. strange to me now you know and I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now i am a big time uh almost a chauvinist if you will when it comes to the whole women thing i don't believe in dis disrespecting a woman in any way shape or form um that's the way my mother raised me and and i don't i don't do that at all so like i said if it is true you know then i, I will be the biggest enemy of the sean watson but i'm just telling you this 
as it stands right now, I am standing firmly with Deshaun Watson. And I can tell you right now, I talked to several NFL players. I won't give any names today. And most of the guys that I talked to, multiple teams around the NFL, Pittsburgh, uh, Philadelphia, uh, Houston, which, which of course is his team, Atlanta. A lot of people I talked to around the league are saying that they don't believe this about Deshaun Watson. Some of them know him. Some of them don't know him. But it just seems like the fact that he was making such a stand to get out of Houston and the guys from Houston, I mean, were basically saying he's not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. We're going to find a way to keep him. David Cully talked to him, trying to talk him in the stand, all that. And now all of a sudden this stuff starts coming up. And I'm going to tell you this. I remember, you guys might be too young to remember this, Michael Irvin one time. Michael Irvin was accused of sexually assaulting a woman. And all Michael Irvin said was, listen, I'm telling you guys, I don't have anything to worry about. And when this is all said and done, you're going to find out that she's lying. And it's not true. Well, when they did get it, when it was all said and done, just like he said, they decided that uh, they found out that Michael Irvin was innocent. And Michael Irvin's thing to the press was, hey, that same energy that y'all went after me when y'all thought that this was true, I want you to use that same energy. Give me that same energy now when you report that it wasn't true and that it isn't true. Because the bottom line is, and Michael Irvin's right, guys like Deshaun get hurt in this either way. Because now, if nothing else, they're going to say, hey, Remember, always remember Dr. Sean when those women were saying something, blah, 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 blah. And now that's going to be with him forever. Did Deshaun Watson ever get in trouble? Well, you remember when they had that big scandal down there about him and those massage women, even if it's not true, because they're going to say, oh, well, they said it wasn't true because he paid them off. Or he did it. People be making all kinds of reasons, even if they came out tomorrow and said, you know what? That was a bunch of caca. It wasn't true. They said, yeah, Deshaun Watson probably paid them off. Because you know good and well, with that many women, just like Travis just said a few minutes ago, oh, well, with that that many women, you got to believe some of us got to be true. Blah, 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 blah. And your your image is tarnished forever. Yep. Forever. I mean, even if they start talking about Hall of Fame, because yep. everybody knows it's an unwritten rule. If you got stuff like that, that might keep you from getting in the hall. So I am pissed about it. I'm not going to lie to you. I think it's terrible. I think it's very suspicious that it's happening at the time that it's happening. And I hope that somebody in the league or whatever will get to the bottom of this and find out what's really going on. Because I just I just don't believe it. I'm going to be honest with you. Now, I might be totally wrong, and I'll come back on here and apologize. And I'll say I was wrong. But right now, I'm, I'm not taking the bait. I'm just not going to do it because something just doesn't seem right to me, and I, I'm not feeling it. So, guys, or you got anything else to say? I don't. Um, you guys pretty much hit it on the nose. You know, it's it's just insane. Like, the, the timing is not making the situation any better to me. I agree. Travis, you got anything else? No, I, I do want to kind of get ask a, a, a just a real quick question. Um, 
on a current quarterback in the NFL. Um, you know, Ben Roethlisberger went through something a little bit similar to this, right? Not to this extent, but three uh, times. You know, right, and <laughs> not to say that he got a pass because he has not gotten a pass. I'm not saying he has. But I almost think that because that was so long ago, it's kind of faded in a lot of people's memories, right? Because that was something that happened when he was an earlier NFL quarterback. Now, the you know the, the more avid fan and the person that really knows the NFL and keeps up with stuff, they're going to remember that. But the average fan may not remember what happened with, with, with Roethlisberger. And I'm wondering with Watson, with him being so young, right, he's still a very young player, a young man. He could theoretically play another 20 years, right? 20 maybe stretching it, but you get what I'm saying. Like, could you guys see a situation where if this does happen, he still plays where, you know, 10, 15 years down the line, maybe it just kind of gets, you know, to the back burner like what happened with Big Ben? It depends. I mean, and then here's the thing about Big Ben. If you're a fan of Big Ben, you've already blown that off. You're like, ah, oh, that was nothing. If you don't like Big Ben like me, you remember it all the time. You're like, oh, I remember how Big Ben, he, they, they blew that under the tape. Just act like it didn't even happen. And everybody knows he was with that woman up there, and he was he messed with that, that waitress up there, blah, 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 blah. So I think it's the same with Deshaun Watson. If you're a fan like I am, you're already trying to dismiss it. Like, man, I'm not believing this. I, I can't believe they're doing this to him, et cetera, et cetera. If you're not a fan and, and, uh, and you're mad at him because he's getting ready to leave you, so you're like, good for him. I'm, I'm glad that happened. You know, it said I knew I knew he couldn't be Mr. Goody Two-Shoes like he made himself out to be, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I think it just depends on which side of the fence you're on, whether you like him or you don't like him. But the bottom line is, is that just like with Ben, it never goes away. I mean, the fact that you're still sitting there talking about it, and that was many years ago with Ben, once it happens, you're going to bring it up no matter what, whether it was true, not true, whatever. I'm sitting there talking about Michael Irvin, and that was many years ago that that happened. But the bottom line is, it happened. It was proven to be not true, but nonetheless, it is still in in the records or in the, you know, the record of, of uh, Michael Irvin that it happened, that he was at least accused of that. So like I said, it's, it's, it's very difficult to get that out of the minds of people once you get it in there. So if Deshaun Watson signs a gazillion-dollar contract with Miami next week or whatever and goes down there and plays, he's still going to be tarnished. And so for some people, especially if this is being generated by somebody and whatnot, mission accomplished. Because they're happy, they're just happy that that, that 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 he at least has that on his record now. So that's it. Agreed. All right, guys. Let's move on. Let's move on to the next topic. The next topic we're gonna talk about is NCAA basketball, the, the you know, March Madness and all this stuff going on. I'm just gonna give my little two minute version and I'm gonna pass it to you guys. This is some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it is one thing to have, you know, a couple upsets here and there and uh, that kind of thing. And every year, you know, you have a 15 beat a two, something like that. You know, you let one team slip on a banana peel and, and you know, 
be me the talk of the town. Everybody's the talk of the town. I mean, it, it, this is like the worst basketball I've ever seen. I'm going to tell you right now, shame on North Carolina. I tried to watch <laughs> North Carolina play the other day when they got knocked out. If no, Mr. no it's not Mr. Butler. It ain't madness. It's sadness. <laughs> this is March sadness. It ain't no March madness. But I'm just trying to tell you, watching that North Carolina game and the way their bigs were being just pushed off the block, I mean, I, that, that was the worst North Carolina team I've ever seen. And I think they lost. It's not only that the favorites are losing, they're losing by like 30 points. <laughs> I mean, who is responsible for, for ranking these teams? I mean, this is ridiculous. This is some of the worst matchmaking. And of the, I mean, all these things are wrong. I mean, I, who, who put this together as far as the ranking system? I mean, has he been fired yet? Because if not, he needs to be. Now, this, this is the worst in the history of now. When you look at the women, whoever's doing the women's side, they said there was not one upset the first week or the first day. I'm sorry. Yeah, there was. The first it round. Was. Yeah, there was. It was. First it round. Was. They did have an upset in the first round? I think it was two of them. They said they didn't have one. Two or three. Yeah, two. Yeah. Okay. I'll even take two, two or three. But God dang, <laughs> look at this mess we got on the men's side. I mean, right now we got – all robbers playing damn, I don't even know who's left in the damn tournament. <laughs> this is ridiculous. The Big Ten has one team left. Thank God it's Michigan. Because I picked no. Michigan on my bracket thing to win the whole damn thing. But it ain't looking good right now. But anyway, I just think it's terrible. And I can't watch it. I'm not watching this bullshit anymore. I'm done with it. So, Irv, you laughing. Tell me what you got, Irv. I enjoy this every year. Uh, just because there's so much talk being smacked throughout the year about the what team has the best chance and this and this. And I'm just looking at it like, okay. It just takes one good team to beat the the team that's expected to win. And the the one thing that I tell everybody every year when they make their brackets, if if they have a guy that's a lottery pick and he's the only NBA player on their team, don't even pick him to go to the Sweet 16 because it, it ain't going to happen. We've seen it with Kate Cunningham. Uh, Carolina has a big guy that's supposed to go a lottery pick, and, and you, you brought it up, how he just got manhandled in the post. Um, uh, I, I, oh, I lost it, lost my train. Uh, uh, who lost the other day? Um, Kansas got a, a lottery player. And they got destroyed by 34. They got destroyed. <laughs> I mean, like by 30 points. But, the but, worst loss in Kansas basketball history in the NCAA tournament. It was bad. But then, same situation, like Ohio won first first weekend. And they got they got a point guard that came out of nowhere that nobody knew about. And he's going to be a lottery pick. But, like, they lost second round. So, well, here's my thing. Here's my thing, Earl. First of all, we were in trouble with this tournament anyway. You know why? You didn't have Duke in there. Everybody knows I'm a Dookie. <laughs> Didn't have Dookie in there. You already in trouble as far as tournament is concerned. It ain't going to be that good because the Dookies ain't in it. Coach Kane in it. I wasn't even in it to begin with anyway. Well, But then everybody was talking about Gonzaga. You know, you're talking about Illinois was looking good. All these teams around the country, they were talking All these nobodies used to be nobodies. Now they act like all of a sudden, you know, it's going to be a rising. 
Man, Illinois won it, then he made it to the damn Sweet 16. <laughs> yeah, and it's, and it's funny. I mean, Travis, talk to Yeah, it's been a crazy ride. Um, I, I did read that this is the first time, I believe I read that this was the first time in NCAA history that uh, four double-digit seeds won in the first round, I think is what I read. So, um, and we still got multiple double-digit teams, uh, you know, going to the Sweet 16. So, it's been a real crazy tournament. Um, the, 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 the conference that just looks absolutely terrible, like you said, Coach, is the Big Ten. Um, uh, I'm ride or die on the Big Ten. I watch almost every single Big Ten basketball game. Part of that is because I'm a big Purdue fan, and don't even get me started on their crappy game that they had on, uh, you know, Friday night. Um, but I thought, you know, Big Ten was go- not going to roll through the NCAA tournament, but I thought for sure five teams at least in the and a lot of the teams that we see are winning are teams that have uh, you know upperclassmen because they played with each other a lot of the you know the Kate Cunninghams you know you know the the, the, the freshman kid from Kansas they're they're out because they probably haven't had the, the experience and the, the practice time that a lot of these teams with upperclassmen, like you see with the mid-majors, you know, the senior, the juniors and the seniors that stick around because they they don't have anywhere else to go. They, um, you know, they're, they're showing out well because they're used to playing with each other. Well, some of this I'm going to blame on the NCAA because when you have these teams like the Big Ten and they just play each other and that's all they can play is play each other, it's just like football. They suck at football, too. So when you just playing each other, you ain't getting no real competition. And then when you play outside of the Big Ten, then you have to actually play some real competition, and you get your bucket. I was so glad, and I know y'all going to laugh or uh, uh, get on me about this and chastise me for this. Iowa. I am so I was so tired of hearing Iowa talk about how good they were supposed to be. They got one big white boy on the team. And he's good. Luca Garza, whatever his name is, or whatever. He's the best player. I'm so tired of hearing about he's the best player ever at Iowa and this, that, and the other. And they were talking about how Iowa's going to be making this big run. And I'm like, dude, you got one big dude on the team. That's it. He's your whole team. And they act like they were going to be able to take that one team or that one dude. And when I saw Baylor play the other night, I'm telling you right now, Baylor's probably my pick to win it. I know my bracket says Michigan. Them jokes from Baylor were balling. I mean, them jokes were shooting. I'm telling you another one. Alabama. Alabama was lighting it up. Alabama had like their ninth player come off the bench and, and, and score like 27, shooting number three. I mean, crazy. So, like I said, I mean, for for the Big Ten, it turns them out. 
you know, Purdue and this, that, and other. I, I, I don't know. I'm just not with it. But tell me who y'all picks are going forward. Go ahead, Irv. All right, so in my bracket, I had Michigan, too. But I had to go back to the regular season and looking at the beginning of this tournament, I might have to choose Alabama. Alabama is playing mm. out of their mind right now. But I've seen it through the season, and I kind of let it slide because they went against my team, the Terps, and uh, I thought the Terps was going up, and they went down hard. <laughs> so, it's, I mean, it's it's – it's it's I got Alabama, man, and uh, that's and I and I know. What about give me a, give me a dark horse, Herb. The well, Alabama was my dark horse, but I got a I got a feeling Villanova might do something. Okay. Really? Um, tell me why Villanova's gonna do stuff. Now, it it, it sucks because every team that I'm going to name got somebody from the D.C. area. So sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like you you brought up Lou Garza. He's from D.C. Sorry. Like he's a good guy. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> but um, yeah, he went to a high school up the street from me. Um, so Villanova, I think they got the backcourt to do some damage. Um, okay. They got a guy that went to a high school up the street from me. That's that's uh, that he's 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 one of the top assist turnover ratio guys. So I think I think he's gonna be okay. Um, it, it's 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 gonna be interesting. I really, really like them. Uh, they got a guy, Drew, Timmy, uh, Tilly, I don't know, Timmy, Tilly, I don't know. Um, he had 30 points and 13 rebounds last game against Oklahoma. So, uh, and, and that's he's probably not even the best player. They got they got another guy, their point guard, um, Scruggs, who is, I believe, a sophomore or a freshman, and he's going to be a lottery pick. So, they just got dudes all over the court. Um, I think they're the favorite. Um, but a sleeper team, I'll give you guys, is I'm just going to say watch out for Syracuse because that 2-3 zone that they do gives every team in the NCAA nightmares. There's a reason they always seem to make the Sweet 16 and the Elite 8. Buddy <clears throat> Mayheim, who's the coach's son, is, putting, is shooting uh, 57% from three-pointers. He's averaging 27.5 points per game in the two games in the NCAA tournament. And that 2-3 zone defense is no joke and gives every team a nightmare. So if you haven't come up to, to see it, um, it gives everyone problems. I think if they can get past Houston, which is their Sweet 16 game, I'm, I, they're going to the Final Four because uh, the, the other teams of Oregon State or Loyola, which is in their bracket, aren't going to have enough time to for that 2-3 zone. So if they beat Houston, okay. they the Final Four. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you this right now. I bet they don't make it to the Final Four. I bet you they don't. I watched some of that game the other night. Buddy Bay, he ain't been able to keep doing that. And I hope they have to play Baylor. Anywhere along the way, <laughs> Baylor's going to beat the brakes off of them. Well, they would and play then Baylor that way you're going to make Huh? They would play Baylor in the Final Four. They ain't going to make it to the Final Four, so they won't play Baylor. <laughs> so they 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 about to be knocked out in the next round. Mr. Butler said, uh, 
Did you know that March Madness is only used for men's NCAA basketball? The women are not allowed to use that term. They go by NCAA women's tournament. So they can't be, they, women can't be March Madness. And it, I think that uh, a story came out about some other thing that the women can't have. <laughs> and they can't use the name March Madness. And they also can't use the men's facilities. There's a big story about how the women are treated a little bit differently from the way that the men are treated at this tournament. They show these pictures of uh, the workout room for the women. Okay, on the top right there, you see the workout room that, that the men are allowed to use. On the bottom down there, you see what the women are allowed to use down there. Uh, some dumbbells and a ping pong table that they threw in a room. On the top up there, it looks like lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jay, next photo. Look, look at the difference here between what the men get for food and what the women get for food. The women looks like it's a little uh, TV dinner that somebody <laughs> just pulled the bowl off of. <laughs> somebody just pulled a little plastic strip off of or whatever. And the men down there got a buffet dinner that they're able to go through. They're, they're sitting on like, look like it's three tables long with stuff on it down there. Give me that next slide, Jay. What else you got? Oh, look at the goodies that they get. I mean, this, this is the discrepancies between what the women get, which is on the right side of the screen, and what the men get on the left side of the screen. The men get a whole bed full of stuff. I mean, you see the women got maybe 10 different little pieces there. The men got so much stuff, it's enough for them to give to their girlfriends and <laughs> little brothers and sisters back home and everybody. Dude, it is crazy the uh, the difference between what the men and the women get in this tournament. And I just think that's, man, I'm telling you, when I saw that thing about that little ping pong table, <laughs> I, I, I said, that's got to be fake news. Somebody just made that up. Because, I mean, I would have rather had nothing in that room. And But, but why, why you put a ping pong table in there? Who can get a workout with a damn ping pong table? <laughs> I understand the dumbbells. What the hell you got a ping pong table in there for? What is that supposed to be? I think that's terrible. But it is what it is. Um, staying with the NCAA tournament, let's talk about some disparaging comments that came out uh, for Ohio State players and Illinois players by the fans who were upset with the early exits. There were actually some very racist comments that came out I think the first one was at Ohio State. Jay, if you can put that clip up there from the young man from Ohio State. I might have got it backwards, Jay. Whichever one you want to put up there. Here it is. Jason, Jason booting it up for us. Right there. Don't ever show your face at Ohio State. We hate you. I hope you die. I really do. That is what somebody sent to him on social media for being a player who got an early exit uh, in, the, in the NCAA tournament. Now, understand, he's not the only person on that team, but that's what he got. That's what somebody sent to him. And then the young man from Illinois got some racist comments as well. And uh, here it is right here. Go back home, you bum. The user wrote on one of his old Instagram photos. 
effing lost to Lloyd Odom. Go sit your monkey ass on the couch. Yeah, we talking about for losing a basketball game. This is the way those, those, those young men are being treated. Here's my whole thing about that, and I can tell you this, from playing major college football, and I didn't get it near as bad at Vanderbilt. And I will say at Vanderbilt, very loyal fans, and they, they loved me, win, lose, or draw, and I never got a whole lot of stuff like that. But I know some guys at other places who received it really, really bad. Irv, give me your comments on how you feel about this. It's, it's disrespectful to the game. As a, bas- as, a, as a formal basketball player, I, you know we used to deal with stuff like this before the game, not after. But it's by the the fan. <laughs> but it's by the fans of the other team. <laughs> like, right. like it's it's insane. Like I understand everybody wants to win. Everybody wants a championship or be able to see a championship. But this is people's lives we talk about here. Like for a game, <laughs> like it's just it's insane, man. I agree, Travis. Absolutely. It's horrible. It's uh, disrespectful to the players. You know, it's not like they weren't trying, right? It's not like they didn't try. I, I don't know if you guys noticed when, when Jason pulled up the clip with EJ Liddell, it showed his stats on the bottom. He had 29 points and 13 rebounds. So he had a double-double. Like, it's not like the guy got up. one point. Like, he was the score on the team. And Kofi Coburn, I don't, I didn't see his stats on the sheet. Uh, but I'm assuming he probably had at least double-digit points. Like, what what are you guys doing? They lost a basketball game. And I know, like myself, I get angry and, and, you know, pissed off when my team loses. I was pissed off Friday night when Purdue lost, but I would have never thought to go track these guys down to say anything remotely like that because that's just stupid. What Like, what are you gaining from that, right? Like, do you feel better about yourself? you feel better that you had a comment even though these people don't even know you? Like, you can't go back and change it. You can't go back and, and do anything about it. And the players can't either. You know they didn't want to lose. It's not that they're like, oh, yeah, let's just go ahead and lose and be done with the season. Of course not. Nobody does that. No no major college athlete is, is playing for a national championship just decides I'm just going to lose the game. So it's just stupid. Let me say this. This is my thing. What's scary to me is those same fans, the very same ones that wrote that to them, would have been writing praises to them if they had won. Absolutely. And that's what's really scary to me, and that you just don't ever know who you're dealing with. And, Irv, I'm going to let you close it out because being a basket, former basketball player, I'm sure you've experienced that something too about how they love you when you're winning, but they hate you when you lose. Absolutely. Um, I had a had a little bit of it in high school and in college, um, and and I hate bringing up Jason, but he was there. <laughs> but um, when I was in high school, you know, we lost a championship game. First thing you know, everybody's looking at you on the court, talking about, yeah, we gotta watch you on the outside because you lost the championship. And I'm just like, what are you talking about? Like, first of all, it was a close game. We lost close, and it was a good game. Did you enjoy yourself? That's the only thing in, in my mindset. And then I watched one of my former uh, uh, colleagues, one of my former players, my teammates in college. He had a 40-point game, and we lost. And the first thing, somebody came up to him was like, that was, had to be the worst game you ever played. And I'm just looking at him like, well, did we watch the same game? <laughs> like, well, it, it is insane. That's a couple before, before he probably had a 60-point game. <laughs> 
and and I think and I think that year he was CIAA Player of the Year, and I'm just thinking to myself, are you serious? What? That's terrible. It's, it's, I'm gonna say it again. Understand. Always remember, the term fan stands for fanatic, and I've never really heard the word fanatic in a good way. Because <laughs> if you're a fanatic about anything, it normally goes. The next term is obsession. Like you're obsessed with some or whatever. And being a fanatic and being obsessed is never good in any way, shape, or form. What you got, Jay? Well, I was going to ask, I mean, what is the line for you? I know me and, Co- me and you, Coach Your Voice, talked about the line. What is the line between the fan slash fanatic? Where like, That obviously what they said went over the line, but... Where is the line? Because I think that's the issue. Because each person has a different line. Where is the line at for you guys? My line for me is is when it gets to be derogatory. Like if you're doing anything derogatory, like all this, take your monkey ass back and all that kind of stuff, and I hope you die. All that's derogatory. Now, I can see you know bomb this, that, the other, whatever. Hey, that you get that all the time. Or if you say, hey, uh, you know you suck tonight. You know, that's the worst game you ever played. All that's fine. But when you get in the whole derogatory thing or, you know, start talking about somebody's family, you know, if, if uh, maybe if you were a better father to your wait a minute, uh-uh, <laughs> nope, they ain't going to do that. That's what brought those jokes out of stands, the NBA, that, uh, when, when they had that big disaster. And people talking about their kids and this and that and other. All that is way crossing the line. If you yeah. want to talk about my skill set, and the fact that I had a bad night or whatever, okay, I, I deserve that. But once you get derogatory, I'm done. What you got, Earl? I totally agree. I, I tell everybody the same thing. Whatever goes on in that three-hour period, you can bring it up as much as you want. That just lets me know that you're making me better. But as soon as you start going towards the fans, other people in the stands, and myself, now that that's that's when I I can't I can't agree. Like if you're talking to a fan about their personal stuff that has nothing to do with the game, as far as like their life, fighting, anything like that, that's too much. I agree, Travis. No, I'm I'm right there with the yeah yeah the you know you, and and I know I've done it right. You know when when, when the Bengals had Marvin Lewis and we would lose those damn playoff <laughs> games. I would, you know, there were times I got on Facebook, but I was just going, hey, Bengals, you need to fire Marvin Lewis, right? Like, that was just my opinion. I wasn't going to go any farther than that. You know, I'm not sitting there telling them to, you know, do awful things to him. You know, it's, a, it's an opinion in terms of I don't think he should be, you know, the head coach, anything like that. But, uh, in term, you know, never going up to, you know, threats, uh, bringing somebody's family into it. Anything like that? Yeah, totally agree. You know, don't, don't, don't. You guys don't need to be doing that, especially for college kids, right? They're not even getting paid. They're hey, Travis, paid. how many, how many games y'all won since Marvin Lewis been fired? Don't talk about the Bengals. <laughs> not many. <clears throat> Travis, look now, Travis. You brought up family, so I'm gonna bring up family because we family right here. Uh-huh. This family you talking to, Travis? When you were upset with Marvin Lewis. Did you use any racial slurs? I guess why. Come on. <laughs> Travis, you can tell me. I am just 
Travis, take it to the grave, Travis. Take it to the grave. Travis, you know I don't like Marvin Lewis. Travis, you just say one time. I hope they get his black hands out of there. You never said that. Take it to the grave, Travis. <laughs> Travis, if you Come did, on. just be like, hey, my, my best friend's black. He he told me it was fine. Travis, he take it to the grave, fine. Travis. Take I, it to I the grave. Like oh, God, <laughs> Look I got it on recording. He said I can say it. Take it to the grave. I'm going to tell you this. I've said it many times. They need to get his black hands out of here. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so you might not have said Travis, I damn sure said it for you. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on. LeBron James, the Lakers are on the downside right now. Let's talk about the Izzo real quick. Oh yeah, my bad. Let's let's get on Tom Izzo. Go ahead, Jason, and give it to me. Jason's gonna boot it up here for us, I believe. While he's booting it up, I'll kind of just do a quick recap for anyone that didn't see. While the uh, Michigan State game was going on at halftime, uh, they were walk- Michigan State was walking in- into the court. Now you can see they're winning, and he grabs his player right here, gives him a little bit of a tug, and he's trying to say something to him. So, And then chases him, and the player kind of gets up in his face. So I don't know what was said or what you know what, what had happened, but there was definitely a, a, a confrontation going in the locker room after uh, halftime. Irv, you're the basketball guy. I'm you give me your opinion first. So, so the issue came up when I was watching the game. The, the, the player did a bad switch. He didn't have to switch on the guy off the screen because it was a light screen. So coach just wanted to bring it to his attention that, you know, let it go. It, it, you know, it's a mistake that happened. You're still a young player. And in the heat of the battle, player player just got emotional. So that's when... The original camera, Coach Izzo pushing him to the locker room, but didn't see him, you know, politely talking to him, saying, we'll discuss it when we get behind closed doors. But, um, right. yeah, I mean, stuff like that happens all the time. Um, mo- most of the time it's, dur- it's between players, but when it comes up to a coach, you know, they, they want to blow it up and make it worse than what it actually is. So you give it a no big deal, Herb? Not at all. Okay. I've heard. First of all, I've, I've heard some worse stories about Coach K in the locker room now. I hear you. And, and I'm with you. <laughs> but but Th- it's always behind closed doors. My whole thing is, Irv, I think that it, it would be a no big deal. But I want to say that this has happened before with Tom Izzo. I, I mean, I think that one time before Tom Izzo had an incident very similar to this that happened, you know, right on national TV during a game or whatever. And so I think that that's maybe why everybody's kind of bringing light to this and and maybe blowing it up a little bit more because it seems to keep happening to him. Not to mention that Michigan State has kind of lost a little bit of its luster lately. And I think people are kind of like me, like, it might be time for for a new coach up there in, uh, in, in, in Michigan State. And I think that that's why people are kind of making a big thing out of this because when it happened before, I remember they were already calling in that you know the game has passed him up and he doesn't understand today's players and that's why they had this altercation, if you will, blah 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 blah. And now to see it happen again, and it's been a number of years since that happened, you know. But I think it's just kind of you know going back to the fact is he outdated, you know, it has as uh, Tom Izzo kind of 
you know, outlive his welcome in, in uh, Ann Arbor or wherever they are up there in Michigan. What do you got, Travis? Yeah, I think this is a non-issue. Um, you know, it, it, does he technically grab him on the arm? Yeah, but he's trying to, you know, he's trying to talk to him, right? He's, he's trying to coach him up. You don't know what's being said, right? But he's, you know, the player's walking away from him. Don't walk away from the coach. Like, take two seconds to, to he's probably trying to teach him something. And, you know, he, the player's walking away. And obviously the player's, you know, a little, you know, ticked off and PO'd about probably, you know, running the defensive play wrong and giving up the, the, the bucket. I get that, but I, I didn't see anything of this. Um, you know, we've seen this multiple times from multiple basketball coaches before. We, you know, this is something that every once in a while you see, but I don't think it's much of it. And, and I'm sure we all saw the next day multiple former and current Michigan State players all came out and said, Tom Izzo's the greatest coach that I've ever played for. Like, don't read anything into that. So, right. We all know in a, in a case like this, just like we've seen with Deshaun Watson, what's going on with him, if something was there and there, were, there was smoke where there's fire, people would be coming out and being like, he did the same thing to me, or I never liked playing for him, or this, that, and the other, and we haven't heard a peep out of this. And it's been all Yeah, kind of like they're doing to Deshaun Watson right now, just like you just said. <laughs> doing all them girls coming out, coming out to Woodward now. Oh, back in high school, he did this. Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember at the prom, he tried to do something to me. Like you said, they coming out the damn woodwork. What you got, Shay? No, I just want to kind of throw it in. I mean, I respect respect y'all, but y'all know it's a different athlete. It's a different kind of situation now with these kids. I agree. That that guy's a grown. He's a grown man. I know we want to be like, oh, that kid. He's a grown man. And one... You don't embarrass a grown man on national TV. So when you ran out on the court and was getting at him, okay, cool. Once you realize this grown-ass man was emotional enough to be like, I don't want to hear nothing else you got to say, I'm going to take my ass to the locker room. As the the, the, grown, the more grown-ass man is the coach, you got to let it ride. And once you get in the back, then you can fire off. Like, handle that right there. But you can't, You in this age, you can't do that to these kids now because it's a different era now. We didn't know, like, we, you can't be grabbing people, you, even by the jersey, by the arm. You just can't do it no more. And especially in that moment when he's trying to remove himself from you, because let's keep it honest, when that kid turned around at the end of the lock, in the tunnel, if he would have slept Tom Izzo, I wouldn't have felt bad for him. Tom <laughs> I want to make sure sure you know that because you watch me coach a lot. I mean, you come to games and I'm coaching and everything. I know, Travis, you have too. To keep anything like that from ever happening, when I get emotional in football games, somebody makes a mistake, you're going to see me either put my hands together like they are right now, <laughs> cross my arms like this, mm-hmm. or put my hands in my pocket, or put my hands behind my back when I'm talking to somebody. Cause I, but I'm, I'm not going to let put a hand on them. But I'm going to tell you I'm this, tell you. and I'm not going to yell. I'm going to talk to him just like I'm talking to y'all right, right now. Okay, 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 I'll tell you what you do. Go there, sit down, 
and take your helmet off and don't mm -hmm. plan on playing anymore. <laughs> That's what I'm going to tell them. I mean, the bottom line is that I'm like you, Jason. I Payment. But you can't pay for me if you don't want to listen to me. That's all I got to say. And if he walks off with that whatever, let him walk off. And, I, and then after I'm done, and I mean, because that is, is that I'm the coach, you're the player. If you can't listen to me and when I'm trying to help you, then you can't play for me. I mean, it's that simple. So I'm, I'm not trying to snatch anybody up. I'm not, I don't know why he did all that. I'm like what Jason just said. Let him go. If he cannot listen to your words and, and react to your words, that's what coaching is all about. That's what coaching is all about. So, anyway, great clips, guys. I, I didn't see that at the game the other day. I heard a little bit about it, but didn't, never really quite knew what had happened. So, that's good to see. Let's talk about Bron Bron. <laughs> Listen, before we show this clip, hold on, Jay, before you show the clip, because I got to warn everybody right now. It might be a little graphic and whatnot, and you might hear sobbing in the background by Jason because LeBron is Jason's like idol. Jason is like, you know, I mean, we have these arguments all the time. I'm a Jordan guy. Y'all know that. You see, I got my black and red on now. You know what I'm saying? They like this up here, black man, this black and red. Because Jordan comes up here with me all the time. So they like this up here. So anyway, the black and red, Jason knows I'm a Jordan guy. Jason is a LeBron guy. So before you see this, I'm just giving you a warning. It might be a little graphic. Go ahead, Jay, and show your clip. So this happened the other night. LeBron got hurt. And Sorry, guys, my laptop is acting crazy. It's kicking me in and out of the group. I apologize for the delays. Give me one second. Trips over himself while he's trying to reach in to, you know, to, to, to knock the ball away or get the steal or whatever. And because of that, he falls. And this is what's on in the ankle, right? So I didn't see anything dirty on that. I think if this was anyone basically but LeBron or Steph Curry or, you know, Kevin Durant, this would be a no story. But because it's LeBron, 
Now, before, I, before I go to Herb, and I'm, I'm glad we got Herb on here because Herb's a real basketball guy. And let me say this to you, Travis. A lot of times, basketball people, they know how to do something dirty without making it look like they're doing something dirty. And I'm going to tell you right now, those guys on that level, they know how to do dirty stuff and not make it look like it's dirty. But I'm going to get Herb real quick, Jason, then we're going to show that clip. Herb, tell me, you see anything dirty there? I've seen a lot of dirty plays in basketball. That one, one of them. Y'all hear him? I can't hear. Hold on. Jay, we can't hear her. Hold on. All right, that's it. Was me. It was me. It was me. Okay, there you go. All right, so I've seen a lot of dirty plays in basketball, but that wasn't one of them. I had to look at it a few times, but uh, no, I I can't put that on him and call it dirty. Okay, well, tell me why some NBA players are saying that it was. Why you think? <laughs> <laughs> Long story short, it's the guy that got hurt. Now, the stuff like this, I've seen a lot worse. Little little elbows sticking out to get people undercut. Little Thank foot you. little foots going out to trip people up. And the there same thing. And, and the one thing that happened to Lamelo that nobody's ever talking about how he, he injured his wrist. In my eyes, that could have been a little dirty, but it wasn't. Um, that was just he—he he realized he lost the ball. He was going for the ball, and just so happened, Mister Flop King had his foot in the spot that shouldn't have been. Not Flop King. You didn't call LeBron Flop King. Oh my bad. Hey, take that off, Jay. I about to say, cause you know, Jason, I shut this thing down. Hey, hey, no, hey, you like this, bro. Look, look. Look, Herb know like I know when you at that level. So LeBron strips the homeboy, and then it's an unwritten rule in the NBA when it's in a regular season. Herb, you know about it too. You don't die for loose ball unless one guy already's already dove on it and you die second. Homeboy did he broke an unwritten rule where everybody's wow. upright trying to wow. get the ball and he dove, and that's why everybody's wow. looking at it because they don't want to say it's an unwritten rule unless it's the playoffs. In the fourth quarter, you don't dive at the loose ball unless it is if the guy already dove out and then you dive with him. You don't dive after the second quarter of a regular season game <laughs> just because he's trying to show some hustle. Real Man, quick, fuck out of here. He's he trying to make a name. They probably signed him to a three-year contract after that ankle sprain. Let me disrespect LeBron like that. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, Travis? I got Go, Travis. As someone that doesn't really watch basketball, especially NBA basketball on a regular basis, right? I'm the non-basketball entity on this show. So are we trying to say that basically every play and every game doesn't matter in the NBA? And if that's the case, then why are we playing 80 million games? Because to me, like in football, every play counts the same, right? So okay. every dribble and every play in an NBA game should theoretically count okay. the same. Okay, wait a minute, Travis. And we, Travis, and you can't answer all them questions and not get an answer now. <laughs> we, did, we did see that the game was a close, tight game. It wasn't like it was a blowout. So they in the second go. quarter? <laughs> and, 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 for your, and for your record, Travis, and Coach can attest to this, football has unwritten rules about
This is stupid. His tail off. Way to go, Solomon Hill. And then I heard Schroeder after the game. I watched his whole Zoom interview, and he was 